Welcome to the Real Life Podcast with Kurt and Katie Adkins. We believe everyone is born with the ability to create the life we desire. Our goal is to help everyone realize anything is possible. Today, we're going to be discussing the value of mentorship. This is Season 1, Episode 9. What a fun topic. Just like every topic we talk about on the podcast, I think sometimes um, I don't realize how fun it is when I look back on on the joy that it's been going through the process of, that we've went through since 2008, you know, that we really talk about in our, we started off in our book, What If, really, we started off mainly in 2008, but the joy that we've had of learning these things and applying these things in our life. And this topic of mentorship is totally changed our life. It's one of the most important things I think that got us to the ability to, to ever even do a podcast or to continue to be married or to work out or have business success. All of it has been geared around the concept that we need mentors in our life. Right. And one of the big things that I've learned in my life, because before 2008, I had mentorship. One of the things with 12 step recovery is you initially need to find somebody who quote unquote has what you want and you want to learn how they got it. So that would be considered mentorship. But what I really learned as you and I have kind of dug into this whole process is our whole lives were being mentored. It's just whether the mentorship is producing positive in our life or whether it's producing negative in our life. And so that's a twist. That's a total dun 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 twist that I never, I never knew until I remember having that revelation. And it was one day Kurt was talking about some of the greatest mentor mentorship that we have a couple have ever had is not doing what we see certain people do in their relationships that always produces a negative result. Wouldn't you say? Right. It's a wise man. I think when I had, I realized it, I heard the, the spiritual principle, a wise man is a man that seeks counsel from many. And I'd always heard before that you needed to just have one mentor in your life. And what I realized at that moment, that different people in my life had been either positive or negative mentors in my life. And sometimes once I start, began to realize who do I, what do I want out of my life? I was able to look at certain situations and certain people and say, I like that person, but I want to have a different life than what they have. So I'm going to do the opposite of what they do. Right. You know, I had a friend that named Heath early on and when I was really struggling in life that has since passed away. And, you know, he was sort of an angry guy and he didn't make a lot of friends and, he, you know, yelled and screamed at lots of people and, you know, got kicked out of banks and different things. And we became friends. And through that process, he opened up to me and I began to understand why he was the way he was. But I also understood real quickly that I like Heath and I, and I forever am grateful for what I learned from him. And what I learned from him is in order for me to have a productive life and to enjoy my life, I had to 
deal with the situations from my past that were holding me down and causing me to react a certain way. I had to actually do some work about it. I couldn't just allow those things to continue to manipulate and control me and make me react to situations that with people that had nothing to do with that situation. I don't know if that really makes sense, but well, and you wouldn't have called Heath a mentor. You and Heath were friends, but now that we look back and reflect, and hindsight is always twenty twenty, is we now, especially now more than ever, having an understanding, we realize that we're mentored in every situation that we're in. It's just, are we going to glean from the positive? Are we going to glean from the negative? And are we going to make the decision to participate fully in our life? and apply the lessons that we learn through every situation because all things we're always learning. We're continuing to grow in our understanding and our confidence. And, you know, it's the whole slight edge approach. It's if we're focusing so many, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to sound judgmental, but I hear excuses a lot that would say that, the only way that I can get better is if I have a positive mentor in my life. And I would just say that that's not accurate. If we can start to look at life as just a whole experience of mentorship, then there are different levels of mentorship. For instance, you and I have had business mentors. We've had people that we discussed and learned from in the business arena where we actually were like, hey, would you be my mentor? Would you guide me? Would you mold me? Would you shape me? Would you help me so that I can see things? We've had relationship mentors most of our relationship mentors have been watching marriages from a distance and seeing how the spouses respond to each other and And getting close to those people and then getting close to those people but not we didn't go out and say we need to have mentors in our marriage in order for our marriage to work we witnessed a lot of different marriages and then when we saw what we liked in certain marriages, then we gravitated towards spending time. And through that mentorship came from a quote unquote mentorship standpoint, but we also learned the whole journey of leading up to that of pros and cons to implement into our marriage because we were able to see what was working for some people and not working for others. I remember listening to a like we've said over and over, we listen to a lot of different people talking. I don't even remember who said it because it wasn't really important who said it. It was, I heard, um, if somebody claims that they treat their wife a certain way, do they treat their wife or their spouse as well as they treat their best friends? And so do you react to your best friends, you know, angrily when it has nothing to do with them or do you treat them with the respect you do your best friend and when i heard that it was i it didn't make any sense until i we got around some couples that we saw how they treated each other and you know some it was positive some it was negative and what we learned is we won't have the relationship that the ones that treat each other with love and respect and knowing that everybody still has flaws and they're not perfect and they're you know, they have their, everybody has their own baggage, but seeing, okay, if I'm stressed out and I'm worked up, how do I treat my wife? I treat my wife like I would my best friend. And I wouldn't yell and scream at her when I'm, when I'm upset about something else, or I wouldn't cut her down or criticize her when I'm upset about something else. And when I began to see that, that was a mentor opportunity in my life. I heard it from a speaker 
or somebody that was talking about it. Then I began to look around my surroundings and see who actually does it. Right. The thing that I'm thinking of is on our quest. Part of our journey is the situation with cowboy just popped into my mind. And when you and I didn't have the best skills because we didn't cowboy our cat, he was a great, he was cat. like a little dog, but he was a mancoon that was huge that we had rescued. That was deathly afraid of women. When we first got him, like, if you would hear a woman's voice, he would, he would find anywhere he could hide and not move until that person was out of our house. Right. And then it opened up and it became just a loving cat to everybody. The best cat in the world. I still think Cowboy was the best cat in the world. He is. In He's in California now. With some friends. But the side note is this was a very, this was at a time in our life when we were like, knew that we needed to change. We couldn't stand ourselves to be around ourselves, let alone each other. And we were having a, heated discussion over something that probably honestly really didn't matter and didn't need to get heated like it did. And I don't remember what the topic was, but I remember our U shaped kitchen and you standing up in front of the, the kitchen sink and me leaning on the counter that was opposite that side and cowboy kind of sitting between us on the floor. And when I would raise my voice and scream, cowboy would go towards you and sit close to your feet. And when you would raise your voice and come back at, the way that I responded to you. So you were raised voice. Cowboy would scoot over and be by me. And I remember in the middle of it, looking at each other and saying, man, we are really blanking up this cat. Oh, you said at, fucking up. I did say fucking up, but looking at the neuroticness that we were creating in our cat. And we were both, it was kind of a sobering moment when we were both like, you know, I think now's the time that we dig in deeper on looking for, how to maneuver through our marriage in a healthy way. And at that time, we were lucky enough to be exposed to Ron and Marthy, who then introduced us to Mike and Barb. And through both of those relationships, our marriage began to flourish. And we found out who we were because we were, I remember talking to Marthy and Barb a lot on the phone. You were talking to Mike and Ron a lot on the phone. We were both growing and changing in our own ways. And through that, we were able to start to, see that there was hope in our marriage and we're starting to be able to communicate and flirt. You know, I know we flirt a lot today, but it's because we've also lived a life where we didn't flirt and it's a whole lot more fun. Than we we even flirted at the gym. And one time we were flirting with each other at the gym. And I think this is, a, this this is, is just a fun funny. story is that, you know, she was doing like a, you know, like a lap pole type of deal with a cable pole or whatever I think it was. And, and I was doing like a tricep pull down and there was a bench in between us and another guy working out in between us. And I was giving her the googly eyes and, you know, and just making obvious I was interested in her. And I had no idea really the guy in between us thought I was actually doing it to him. And he got very uncomfortable and uh, aggressively got sort of angry in it. And then, and then it was like, oh, I think maybe he thought I was doing this to him. And, and I told Kurt he should have just walked up to him, slapped his ass and said, it's okay. I got nothing but love for your brother. But I didn't, I didn't know if he'd have a sense of humor around that. But that's just who we are. And that's, and that's a process of being around people that had fun and enjoyed life. Right. That was just a side note. But that's part of our mentorship journey is that we're able to do that and not worry what other people think at the time. You know, we're not overly uh, public display of affection or any of that kind of stuff but you know Kate is the most beautiful woman in the room everywhere I ever go so it's really hard for me not to have my eyes on her so 
you know, and I sometimes shake my hips in her direction and all that kind of stuff. And he does. We just, we just have a good time. And, you know, that's part of being around the people that we saw do that and saw that their relationships, how they were. And we learned from that. And then we have the mentors from business that have been crucial in our life. Also, once again, Ron and Martha Yeager, who really helped us put a lot of things into perspective of where we wanted to go and what we were capable of. Right. And we've also learned through watching other people, you know, we, we both have our own backgrounds. Uh, you had management. I was an employee, but I had a grandfather who was an entrepreneur. I kind of understood entrepreneurship a little bit. I had a friend in high school whose parents were entrepreneurs. So I kind of saw a different way life was, but we've learned so much once we stepped into entrepreneurship through different relationships and some relationships are just temporarily for us to learn and them to learn and us to grow together. And then we all go into our own ways and we randomly run into each other and high five and uh, are so excited that everybody's moving forward and kicking butt. There's also the, um, you know, mentorship and friendship, you know, there's, you can have an official like in 12 step recovery, it's called sponsorship. Um, I've had people that I met when I got into 12 step recovery who have been instrumental in sanity with me for, as I've grown up in my adult life that I have considered mentors and then it rolled into friendship. And so when we talk about mentorship, sometimes it just gets like, there's one way to do it. And it has to be done that way. And we're here to tell you that we actually look at mentorship in every relationship that we have. Some of it is formal. We have people in our lives that are like, I need to discuss business. And so can I call you at 8 p.m. on a Saturday and we can be on a speakerphone and we can discuss business. Other mentorship. It's fitness. is spiritual. Right. It's all just. uh, But the important thing is, I think the important thing that I really learned around it is it doesn't have to look a certain way. It can, you know, navigate and see something beautiful come into fruition when the parties are just equal to kind of go on the journey together. It it can also be life changing, but we can also learn so much from others with what what not to do. And so for me, I think I've learned more in my life by just observing others and the way that they respond to situations. For me, I've learned how to treat people. I've learned how to respond, and I don't do it perfectly, but I almost perfect in the way that I respond. She's perfect. She's perfect. <laughs> and in the way that I respond to Kurt, but Not also just her looks, but also her brain and her heart. Right. <laughs> you're just you're scoring all sorts of good points, lover. <laughs> but you have. We've all we've learned from other people, and when we say spiritual, we've we've been on a quest of spirituality for a long time, and it's actually gotten us to to understand who we truly are and how we were born to win and born to create the life that we desire. And through that, some of our, you know, we've had one mainstream uh, spiritual couple, you know, Mike and Barb Popovich that have totally helped us all along the journey, you know, and then there's been an array of other people along the way, including Ron and Martha Yeager, who have helped us at different times a lot with our spiritual quest and our, our understanding of how, how if we were created in his image and likeliness, how that applies to our life. And, you know, that's been an amazing journey, but then we also have our fitness mentors and we have, you know, the Taylor Reeds and the Nate Hells of the world 
that have really given us, you know, and Michael Noe with 406 Nutrition that have given us good advice on different things in our quest to be in better shape. You know, we talk a lot about our physical health and our, we see our physical health different than our divine health. We see our divine health as who we are, who we were created to be and that we don't actually get sick. And, and if we do catch a little, uh, virus or whatever that we have the ability to overcome it because we have a perfect immune system but then there's also the physical health and you know before 2017 when we ended up there we had been spent you know 30 days or whatever in florida and we did a lot of really cool things in florida but we were both extremely exhausted at the end of every day and we couldn't do all the things we wanted to do because our our physical health didn't allow us we weren't we, we had divine health, so we were like medically healthy, but we weren't, but we weren't physically healthy. We, we didn't have the stamina and the endurance that we, that we wanted to have to enjoy our life. Right. And when we initially started working out, we, this is an example of, of mentorship without asking somebody to be your mentorship. We were both like, okay, we need to learn a little bit about the industry. We need to learn about supplementation. We want to see results. And so we need to find out a little bit about diet. And we heard people talk about micro and macro, and we had no understanding what they meant. And so we went to our local GNC store because a lot of people would say, <laughs> this, this is a funny story. Go up to GNC. And we walked in there and we got hammered by this. This lady that was like green and angry and bitter. On a From very, our other mentorship things that we had learned in our life, we... You know, we didn't want to catch what she had. And we and that was her heart condition. It wasn't anything to do with her. Like if she was buff or ripped or toned or whatever you want to call it. it. had nothing to do with that. But her heart condition was such that she just spewed anger and fear. And I remember when she said, all this craziness. you'll never have pizza again. And I was thinking, oh, my God, I love pizza. It's one of my favorite things in the world. So if I'm never going to have pizza again, I'm not into this. I'm not going to sign up and I'm not going to do this. And we both looked at each other and we're like, there has to be another way. And we walked out. And And, what happened? And we went to Krispy Kreme Donuts because we knew we knew at that time we didn't want what that lady had. And so that was a mentorship opportunity. That was a, a wise man seeks counsel from many. And the counsel we saw from her is, we don't want what she has in life. And then we began seeing this gentleman at the gym and we found out he owned a nutrition store as well. And we you went know? up and met Michael from we, 406. Yeah. We talked to him said hi in the gym a few times. And then we went and talked to him and said, here's the deal. We believe we were given taste buds to enjoy our food. So we're not going to go on some stupid diet, some crazy thing. What can we do to actually get the results that we want to, to accelerate the results that we we're already getting. And he just put us on the simple, it wasn't a diet. He just lined out our macros and said, if you hit this protein and these carbs and these fats and you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose fat. You're going to be able to build muscle. And we were so refreshed because we were like, we're not doing this. If it comes down to restriction or keto or fad diets or because we had never seen anybody have lasting results. Right. Most of those people would lose weight and gain more back. And, and so we didn't want that. And one of the coolest things that we learned through it is that we were given we knew this before but we were given taste buds to enjoy and that calories you can play with them kind of over a week and so if you know that you're gonna go out and you're gonna want to participate and indulge then just shave off a few calories throughout the week and then go out and you don't have to restrict yourself and say i'm never gonna have ice cream i'm never gonna have pizza 
and we lost a lot of weight eating foods that we enjoyed but yeah, not still going to McDonald's, still going to fast food, still doing all the things we like to do. But we, not all the time, but when we wanted to do it, we did it. But we weren't Dairy Queen blizzards. We we still eat Dairy Queen blizzards. We we weren't so legalistic about it that I can never have a Cheeto again. And therefore we had freedom to learn and grow and find things. And now I know from an optimal physical stance what fuels my body the best for me to have the most effective workout and kurt also knows and it's not the same thing right you know it's not typically a mcdouble for mcdonald's yeah yeah you should get paid advertising with the way that you yeah we're throwing all sorts of stuff out there today but the truth is you know why wouldn't we say the things that we believe in because we do believe in you know 406 nutrition's company and we believe in uh my energy drink that i'm drinking today rain uh Somebody told me about these, so that was another mentor op- opportunity, and it's a lemon haze energy drink, and it's kick butt, and it, I enjoy the taste of it. And it's like having a fresh lemonade in the afternoon. And with a little dose of energy. And really, so Michael uh, at 406 was foundational in our transformation, as well as the conversations that we had with Taylor Reed and Nate Hale and different people throughout the gym, Lisa, there's certain people that we've, we've get gleaned from that have, it's like, okay, if you're yeah, building, if we're leaving somebody else that's given us, it's not intentional, but we've, we've right. gotten a lot of good advice from a lot of different people. And some of it's good. Some of the best advice is, okay, I see your results. On, I don't want your results. I'm going to do something different than that. Absolutely. And so we're kind of pumped up about this mentorship thing because this is a topic that we really love because it's way easier than we put in our heads. I remember when it was like, I'm going to ask somebody to be my mentor. And I built up this whole brick wall thinking when I ask them, of course, they're going to tell me no. And then once again, I'm going to be a loser. And when I was able to kind of open up the scope and have a 30,000 foot view and realize mentorship happens in every situation that I'm in, and there are some designated times when we need to really dial in and have actual mentorship mentee type of meetings. It's the whole third, a third, a third rule is that a third of the people that you're going to, there are a third of the people that you associate with that are going to be kind of like a mentor. That you're going to learn something. From. You're going to learn something from, there's going to be a third of the people that you're going to grow with. And then there's going to be a third of the people that you're going to get to offer some sort of mentorship to. And so and sometimes people are in all three of those categories, right? There's some, we, we have, we have relationships that span all of those categories. And because of our ability to articulate and communicate, we can say, okay, when we get together, if we can just take this amount of time and discuss this one issue, because we're kind of on a learning curve, you know, my sister, she does, very high level bids for her electrical contracting company in Florida. And as Kurt and I, we just secured a big contract and we had never worked with that magnitude of numbers before. And so I was able to, even though she's my sister and has been my sister for 37 years, I was able to call her and just say, okay, I'm putting this together. How would you help me suggest? How would you put the cover page and all that kind of stuff? How does the cover page flow what's pertinent not pertinent to the layout of the bid and she was able to hone in and i had two or three 15 to 20 minute conversations with her where she was just mentoring me because she had previous experience and has a lot had a lot of success with doing what i had never done before 
but that didn't change the fact that she's my sister. And now a lot of the times we just joke around and call and text on sister stuff rather than business. Right. So which mentorship uh, category do you think has helped you the most? For me, it's been, it was the spiritual stuff. I, I talk about that every time I had to get back down to the root of, of who I am and who I was created to be in order to allow the other mentorships to have any effect in my life. Do you feel the same way or do you see it a little differently? Well, the, the spiritual stuff has been such an intimate journey and you and I have been blessed to be able to go on that together. For me, the most profound was witnessing Barb interact with Mike from a distance in their marriage and then being able to consult with her about certain marriage things that have brought a level to, I don't get jealous because I know that when I walk in the room, even if there's a thousand people, our eyes are going to meet more the only two in the room. And for me, that was huge for me to have security in every other avenue, spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, all of those things, because I wanted to make sure that I know that I have a, the deepest connection with the person that I'm running a life with. And right now I always tell her, if you didn't have such pretty eyes, I'd be really focused on a lot of other things. <laughs> he does. And I might've just gotten a little bit red, but it's, uh, we also joke around a lot of times because of our traditional business. Kurt will say, shake your money maker and I'll shake my left or my right hand because I use them a lot in my everyday uh, business that brings in our, our money. And so just having the freedom to be like this, if you would have known us 10 years ago, prior to 2008, we were in shambles and we screamed and yelled at each other. I had huge jealousy, didn't have confidence. Um, and so the mentorship... So it all worked out. <laughs> so it all worked out, but we chose to grow together. And that's the beautiful thing about mentorship. And so if you're thinking about how does mentorship play into your life, what things could be different, what things could not be different, I'd just say to open up your eyes from a 30,000 foot view and look at all the relationships you currently have in your life and see if you've been being mentored all along the way. And I think you'd be shocked at the certain details that you've and learned. If, and if those mentors led you astray you led you a direction you didn't want to go you you can certainly backpedal and start over and get around people that you know in the business world if you want to be more successful or even if you want to be more successful and you're as an employee who who do you learn from there the successful employees how do you climb the corporate ladder you climb the corporate ladder by seeing how other people did it you know not by stepping on people but actually just doing a better job and realizing hey I have the ability to do better than those people. I'm, I'm, I'm the best employee in this situation. And the, probably the biggest key to being successfully mentored is to not think about what you're going to say in response to what they're telling you so that you can actually absorb what it is that they're telling you. I oh, mean, not be a narcissist, not be a narcissist. We'll definitely do a podcast in the future on that topic is don't be a narcissist because a narcissist typically is thinking about what they're going to say before the other person's done saying. And you're like, did you even hear what I said? And personally, I know in my lifetime, I've actually done that. So when I say, right, I think we all have, I've, I've been a narcissist before. And that's something that through learning from other people that I've, I've broken out of for the most part. And, you know, and it's funny now because I'm well aware of what I used to do that. I can see the people doing it. It's like, you have no idea, especially when we were in, you know, sat on nonprofit boards and stuff and 
in our lifetime and everybody wanted to talk. And so everybody, a lot of times they would say the same thing that the guy before him said, because, because nobody they, was they listening, listening to what to the, the conversation person. was. They were listening to, you know, and so mentorship's a great topic. I'm sure that we're actually going to have several other podcasts that allude to mentorship because it can be life-changing. Just like you said, you know, the, the spiritual, uh, I said the relational and we both said, you know, really ultimately Michael Noe with 406 Nutrition and then Taylor Reed and Nate Hale were huge in our fitness journey. And since then, we continue to come in contact with people. And, it, and you know, if you have right. questions on mentorship, if you, you know, are don't know how to get started or don't even know if it's worth starting, I'd say you're worthy. You're worthy to have the life. We say this every time. <clears throat> you are destined for greatness. You are designed perfectly so you have the ability to create whatever it is that you desire. You're equipped. And so you can. And, and even our spiritual mentor, we'll just throw it out there. You know, Mike and Bar Popovich with Freedom Ministries.org out of Colorado Springs. You know, it, wonderful. We've learned a lot through them and tuning into them and streaming their messages later on in the week and, and just really letting them resonate in our heart what what he's saying and you know the cool thing about the further we get in our spirituality the more that sometimes no matter who it is sometimes we hear something that we don't necessarily like or we agree with and we have the ability to say yeah i'm gonna take what i like and leave the rest right and that's a beautiful thing to take in in any relationship so you don't just close the door and snip people out of your life because everybody has value everybody's worthy of goodness and greatness and so if you're and, and out of that we have an open mind in order to uh we're open-minded enough to at least listen to what people have to say right and so we'd love to hear what you had to say email us at four freedom five at yahoo.com that's f-o-r freedom five at yahoo.com with any questions you may have or any topics you may want us to discuss on further podcasts we look forward to your guys's journey and, and our ours. next wonderful conversation because the best truly is yet to come have a great day if you enjoyed what you heard today please subscribe rate it review it and share it with your friends also check out our written blog at expanding the eye of the storm Dot com or our recently released book, What If, by Kurt and Katie Adkins. 15 topics worth discussing for lifelong happiness. Blessings.